0: Okay, so I'm Abby. And I'm Daniela. And this is Gimme the Creeps podcast. So basically, we are going to be talking about scary topics, different things ranging from the supernatural to murder to conspiracies, just different things that interest us on like the darker end of the spectrum, I guess you could say.
1: Mm Mm-hmm. Things that give us the creeps.
0: Aha, there we go. Exactly. So today we thought we would start out with a cute little combo episode. And because Daniela already can't sleep without the lights on, I thought I'd talk about dreams. The general theme of this episode, I think, is just going to be Japanese urban legends and mm-hmm. that kind of thing. So I'm just going to go ahead and get started. I'm going to read you what the 10 dreams are. But my favorite part of this is the very beginning when it says, if you hear this story, you might end up having the same dream within three days. So pay attention to your dreams. And if you don't want to hear this legend, you guys can go ahead and skip ahead uh, until I'm not talking anymore because <laughs> then it'll be <laughs> Daniela's turn. So um, just be be warned that you might have this same dream if you're sensitive to like things that happen in your day affecting your dreams. So. All right. So you will dream for the, for 10 days in succession. Each dream comes with a rule that you must follow. And you have to remember each rule because if you screw up in any of these dreams, it affects the 10th dream. So the first day you will dream that you are sleeping in your room. Then you notice a girl peeping through the window. Rule number one, you must let the girl in on the second day. The girl is inside your room. She is looking down and you cannot see her face because of her long hair. She is muttering something. After a while, you realize she is saying, please, please. The second rule, let her come into the bed and lie down next to her. Mm -hmm. The third day, you and the girl are lying side by side. You are now able to see the girl's face. She is horribly burnt. The third rule is you cannot cry out when you see her face. So you have to keep that in mind because you're going to be shocked when you see it. The fourth day, you get out of bed. The girl says, let's go to the park. The fourth rule is, take the girl to the nearest park without saying a word. On the fifth day, you dream that you arrive at the park and you notice someone pushing a stroller. When you look closely, you notice that the mother is a cat and the baby is a dog. This can also be reversed where... The mother is a dog, and the baby in the stroller is actually a cat. The fifth rule is you have to kill one of them.
1: Oh, my God.
0: I know. It's very dark. On the sixth day, while you're playing in the park with a girl, you will see an airship about to take off. And the sixth rule is you have to get on the airship in time. You cannot miss it before it leaves.
1: By yourself? On the
0: seventh day, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I yeah, you're right. It's not specific whether you leave the girl or not, but as long as you get on the airship, that's the that's the rule. Okay. Before it leaves, um, the seventh day, the airship is full of people who have heard this story, just like you. And the seventh rule is find a seat for yourself at any cost. Oh, what? I know. I know. Yeah, literally. On um, the eighth day, you will have a dream that after. Sometime on the airship, red roses and black roses start raining down on you. The eighth rule is throw out only the black roses from the airship. On the ninth day, the airship takes you back to the park. And the ninth rule is that you have to go home with the girl and lie down in the bed again. On the tenth day, you won't know what happened on the tenth day unless you have observed all the rules in the previous days. And you should tell this story to someone when you are awake. Otherwise, you will go back to the first day of the dream forever. Oh.
1: Mm -hmm. How in the fuck am I supposed to remember all of those rules?
0: I know. And I'm also wondering, like, are the dreams that are in sequence, does it continue from the first day's dream or does it start a whole new dream? Like, will you see the girl first on every night and then let her in and have to follow them all or is it each day is a different dream I don't know like it's I don't know how to explain it like I guess the whole dream is that she's just laying in bed with you on the first day it doesn't and then on the second day it's just her trying to talk I don't know how to explain what I'm about but like um like this is all this all feels like pieces of one big dream but it's 10 yeah. separate dreams I guess and so that's where if all of these things that you have to remember were in one dream, that would be kind of, like, scary. But I guess if you feel like you're going to have the dream, just remember the rule for the first day. And then when you wake up the next day, remember the rule for the second. While asleep, you know what to do. How do you... Know you- what I'm How do you control that though? Like, let's say I. Oh, I know. What if something. That's what scared me too is like something shakes you awake and you hadn't gotten a chance to follow the first day's rule, for instance. And then you're just screwed the whole time. Like, Mm. whoops, didn't dream. Or what if
1: you like dream one of the other dreams first?
0: Oh, I didn't think about that either. That's creepier.
1: Or what if you forget your dream, but you even dreamt it?
0: Ooh. Tricky, tricky. Yeah,
1: all of that. There are just so many things like, I don't know. Yeah. I don't even want to think about it. I guess because-
0: ideally they wouldn't because it's part of the, it has to work. It's all on you whether you follow the rules or not.
1: I'd be like, wait, was it the rule for this dream or was it the other dream? Exactly.
0: Exactly. The only one I'd be worried about is the cat and the dog part because I I would not be able to. I mean, I guess in your dream, if you know it's a dream, you might be able to do it. But I would still feel like that's like super disturbing seeing a dog. And a I cat can't even
1: and, like punch even anything in my dreams without feeling like I'm like in water. So I don't know how I oh, would kill an animal.
0: So yeah, that was the um, 10 dreams. And it's an urban legend, but there was something else that... Uh, an author had made a series of of books or short stories, actually, and it was ten dreams as well, but they were they were different than than this. So I'm not sure who the original creator of this urban legend, anything like that, but I mean, it's still really s- spooky, and it's online, and people like to tell each other it. So, and I don't know if it was the combination of it being nighttime and the person who who read this sounded really spooky, but this really. It kept me awake for a little bit after I heard that. I was like, I'm going to have this dream within three seconds instead of three days. Um, Anyway, so yeah, that was my first little...
1: That was spooky. I'm ready to hear yours. Okay. So it's also an urban legend, um, but it's from this website called hidingfromjapaneseghost.com. Oh, no. And it's a senses test. So this is like you're going into your imagination. Before I start to explain everything, you have to close your eyes. And you have to be like in the quiet or like in a dark room with like no distractions. Mm -hmm. So if you're listening to this, you should probably do that. Abby... You can just close
0: your eyes. Okay, let's do it.
1: Okay. First, picture the home that you were the most emotionally attached to as a child. Are you picturing it? Got it.
0: Mm-hmm. Got it.
1: You're on the outside. You're looking at it.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Now imagine what you can touch. What can you hear? What can you smell? What can you see? And what can you taste as you're still standing outside of it okay next the front door to the home is open enter the home and open the first window or door to your left Hmm. go in a clockwise circle opening each window and door until every opening stands wide open Now, close every window and door in the reverse order you open them. Make sure they are locked. Okay. Now, leave the home and stand facing the entrance. Okay. Open one eye, and once your sight has adjusted, open the other. Okay. Okay, now that that is over, what did you see? When you were moving around the home, did you see any people? No. You didn't see anybody?
0: No. Mm -mm, Just the empty house.
1: Okay. So I'm going to read all of the possible answers Mm -hmm. for anyone that did see something. Okay. So the first family member or friend that you saw is the most important figure in your childhood. If you saw multiple family members or friends, you had a pleasant childhood of warm memories. If your family members or friends were standing frozen, facing away from you, you had a difficult childhood with memories, which continue to affect your adulthood. If you saw an unknown figure, it is believed you possess a sixth sense and have had an encounter with a spirit.
0: Ooh. oh, Got chills.
1: hmm So the test that I just said is an urban legend which identifies those who may have the ability to see spirits. However, there is a note of warning to this urban legend. During the test, if you saw an unknown figure and their face was hidden or partially covered by shadows, the spirit or spirits were negative and wished to do you harm. If the unknown figure was moving towards you or had contact with you in any way, they are still with you to this day. Spooky. Um, It doesn't say what happens if you... Didn't see anything,
0: I think. I was just too focused on trying to remember the details Ooh. of the house, so I think that was yeah.
1: The, the same thing or happened, I was to just me. a
0: very depressed, isolated child, which I don't think I was, but who knows?
1: Yeah, uh, the same thing happened to me. I didn't see anything either. Um, <laughs> but I'm assuming <laughs> that, that
0: explains it. No, I'm just kidding, <laughs> <laughs> and here we are alone. <laughs> So that was that. All right. That's, that was good. I'd be interested to know. Uh, I, I think I'm going to tell Hunter that one and see what he says so that I can describe. Right. The same things and I just gonna want to, to everyone. Everyone.
1: I just tell interesting. everyone. interesting. I'm going to make everybody that I'm related to listen to this.
0: Yes. Awesome. Okay. Uh, okay. So I have another story. This is, Urban legend is pretty old and it's probably been told in many different ways, but I'm just going to tell it in this way. It's a uh, Ukiko's doll. Ukiku, Ukiku. Back in 1918, a boy in Hokkaido. I'm hoping I'm saying these things right, but uh, sorry if I'm not. Um, he bought a doll at a market for his two-year-old sister, Ukiku. The doll looked similar to her as they both had an Okapa haircut, which is like a bowl cut with straight hair down to the chin. She loved the doll so much that she took it everywhere with her, even to sleep. When Ukiku died months later, the family named the doll after her and prayed to it at their household shrine. It wasn't long after they noticed something strange happening. The doll's hair was gradually growing longer. Even after cutting it, the hair kept growing back. It was at that moment the family knew they had messed up. Kiku's father gave the doll to Menengi Temple in Iwamizawa City, Hokkaido, where it can be visited today. Um, no photos allowed to be taken in this temple, but you can go and see the doll on display. And scientists have analyzed the hair of the doll and concluded that it is real human hair from oh, a child. What? Yep. Yeah. Oh, and whether, I mean, whether it actually grows or not, or if it's a trick of the eye, just knowing that it's a child's hair, um, I would feel like the doll is just haunted on its own just by being made from someone's body part. That's almost like ritualistic.
1: Yeah, that is so. freaking gross. Ugh.
0: <laughs> I'm over here feeling bad and you're like, that's disgusting. It is disgusting. I don't know. <laughs> Why? Why?
1: Oh, God. Oh, God. I would, I don't know why it freaks me out. It freaks me out.
0: I think people still go and like test their vintage dolls to see if anything's real on them. Because they used to do that, whether it be like blood or hair. And I don't know for what reasons, but they used to. I feel like they use, unless I'm just making that up, but I feel like they (laughs) use blood for like makeup or something or maybe that's just like super old no that's like fruits and stuff never mind i don't know what i'm talking about (laughs) but they definitely they definitely used human hair a long time ago just to make the dolls more realistic and it added a lot of value to the dolls
1: i guess that does make sense but still that grosses me out like it does
0: it's rude it's like okay hopefully these are this hair is from live willing people who are giving their hair to these dolls but anyways yeah that one was Another interesting one. I did see a picture of the doll. The doll doesn't look very menacing until you hear the story, and then you're like, "I wonder if she killed that little girl."
1: She brought bad luck to her. Baby. I am really freaked out by dolls, so
0: don't look her up. She's pretty. I mean, it's a pretty little. It would be definitely a collectible, even if it didn't have this little black yeah. or backstory. So,
1: Mm-mm. I can't I like it. dolls. Mm-mm. All right. Okay. You ready from our last? Is it our last story?
0: Uh yeah, sure. Unless you have more, I can always just grab another.
1: Uh that's all I got.
0: <laughs> okay, go ahead.
1: <laughs> okay. So I want to tell you about this mythological being or spirit. It's known as Baku or mm. the Dream Eater. Mm. So this is just – it's not like a freaky story. I'm just going to – I'm just literally just telling you about this thing. Okay. So Tales of the Baku Devouring Nightmares originated in Chinese folklore and later appeared in Japanese folklore between the 14th and 15th century. While the Baku is a spiritual being, it has a well-defined appearance – It takes on the form of a chimera. For those who don't know what a chimera is, it's a mythological beast comprised of a variety.
0: (laughs) Was that (laughs) word in Japanese? No, I'm just (laughs) kidding.
1: (laughs) Of a variety of parts from another animal or from other animals. The baku is typically depicted with a bear's body, an elephant's nose, or I guess snout. What I don't trunk. Ooh. A tiger's feet, an oxen tail, and rhinoceros eyes.
0: Terrifying, mm. yeah.
1: According to legend, the baku was created by spare parts that were left over when the gods finished creating all other animals. When I read that. All I could think about was Letterkenny. Have you watched that show yet? No freaking hilarious but anyways so descriptions and beliefs in the baku have changed throughout the years in ancient chinese legends the baku was an animal that was hunted for its pelt whomever killed a baku would use a blanket made from the pelt as a talisman or an object with magical powers which would protect them from evil spirits this practice evolved into one where a pelt was not necessary and the display of a baku's image over the bed would repel evil spirits. It wasn't until the baku legend made its way to Japan that the figure was viewed as a dream eater. Mm. With this transition, the stories of baku became consistent and he has continued to be viewed as a dream eater to this day. In Chinese and Japanese lore, it said that a person who wakes up from a bad dream can call out to Baku. A child having a nightmare in Japan will wake up and repeat three times Baku san, come eat my dream. Baku san, come eat my dream. Baku san, come eat my dream. Legends say that the Baku will come into the child's room and devour the bad dream, allowing the child to go back to sleep peacefully. However, calling to the Baku must be done with caution because if it remains hungry after eating one's nightmare, he can also devour their hopes and desires as well, leaving them to live an empty life. The baku can also be summoned for protection from bad dreams prior to falling asleep at night. To this day, it remains common for Japanese children to keep a baku talisman at their bedside.
0: And that's it. Ooh, ooh, you know what? I actually, I feel like I'd heard that one before, but that was really... spooky still i don't know there's something about whenever a creature has recognizable features Mm -hmm. but it's all thrown together it's like so eerie like i can't imagine seeing something like that yeah right that and like the skinwalker for instance have features from other animals but they are still like human-like and it's just it feels wrong looks wrong it scares the shit out of you that was a good one thank you I have a really short little thing that also scared the crap out of me because it was nighttime. So, just like when I heard that dream one, uh, it scared me. The okay, I think I mentioned this to you, but I'll say it on here the queen bed or double bed legend. I was
1: really hoping you wouldn't say this one. Oh my
0: God. (laughs) Yeah, it really did like stick with me whenever I was getting ready for bed that night. I was like, I had just heard this and I was like, oh my gosh, I'm going to sleep in the middle of my bed for a whole week or for the rest of my life. There's an urban legend coming out of Japan that states if you are a single person and you have a double bed or a queen size bed, you should never sleep on one side of the bed because you will uh, wake up and your window will be open. Mm -mm. And if you don't scoot to this, if you don't scoot to the middle right away, like recognizing that, then it means a demon has entered your room and you will hear breathing. Oh my God. And if you don't, and if you don't uh, fix what your mistake is right then, then you'll fall asleep and you'll hear the breathing coming from on the floor next to your bed. Oh, my God. And it'll be like a deep breathing, but you'll be able to tell that something's down there. And if you don't <sighs> scoot over, if you fall asleep again, or if you just ignore it the next night, you'll wake up with the breathing being right next to you in bed with you. This is... <laughs> I slept in the middle. I literally slept in the middle of my bed because I was like, I'm not risking that. I literally just finished telling you
1: earlier how I wake up every night at 3, mm-hmm. and then you
0: tell me. Yeah, when you wake up at 3, see if you can hear any breathing on the ground well, next to you. And then you, like, you hear it and then you're relieved because you're like, it's sassy. But then you look over and she's, like, on the other side. Dude,
1: don't do that. I always, when I do wake up, I'm like, where is she? And I'm like, oh, she, okay, she's right there. But if I, like, feel something somewhere Mm -hmm. else on my body, I'm like, what the fuck? Oh, my
0: God, no. Yeah, one time I did. I felt something, like like – Rush, like, rub against my ankle or something. And I looked down because I was like, hey, Franklin. And there was nothing there. And I wanted to, like, piss myself. <gasps> already. There's no, nothing
1: there. I'm not sleeping again tonight. <laughs> it's been a rough week.
0: Right? My nightmares lately have just been that I'm running late for something. And I won't move any quicker for whatever reason. That's your life, Those are my man. nightmares these days. I don't know. That's your life all the yeah.
1: time.
0: I know. But, like, I... I don't even have to worry about that anymore like as much. So I don't know why that's still like an oh, anxiety. Yeah. And then also with like the whole um, – those dreams. Oh, my God. The dreams that are the worst whenever I'm in school and everything feels normal. And then I'm like, wait a minute. Have I been going to my math class? And like I'll, I'll go see my counselor and she'll be like, no, you haven't been going to your math class. You're going to fail. And I'll be like, oh, my God, I forgot I had this math class. Like, it's just horrible. It just feels horrible. And it ruins my whole day. Whenever I wake up in the morning, I feel so uneasy from that anxiety that just, like, didn't let me sleep all night, like, get a good night's sleep. Mm-hmm. Oh, God, it's awful. I'd probably rather have this 10 dreams urban legend happen to me than have keep having these dreams where I'm in school <laughs> and I'm not doing my work. And it's just ho- a horrible feeling. <laughs> you just have to call Baku and um... – Yes, eat those dreams, yep. take those tell away dreams. Did I ever tell you that I enjoyed having nightmares as a kid because I loved horror movies so much that mm. like my nightmares felt like horror movies? Yeah, it just depends the kind of nightmare that I have. Like like I just the ones I just described where I'm running late or I'm like not going to class, those are like nightmares to me, but whenever someone's in the house or like it's Michael Myers, I always have I don't know if it's because I really love Halloween the movies, but like, I always have Michael Myers in my dreams and it'll be like a normal day. And then all of a sudden we're like all trying to hide and we can see him walking in the distance. Those don't scare me as much as when I wake up in the morning and I feel like I've missed a whole class for the whole semester.
1: That's hilarious.
0: Am I sadistic? Yeah. I don't know. I just, I like challenging my strategies like on surviving. That shit gives me panic attacks. Oh my God trying to, like, go from closet to closet while he's in the house, and you're, like... <gasps> yeah, that is terrifying. I don't, mm-mm, mm-mm.
1: I don't think yeah. I've ever dreamt about something chasing me, though, or, like, something... Really?
0: Like Ooh, I don't think I've ever dreamt interesting. A lot of people do just because they, they see movies as a kid, and it scares them, so they're, like...
1: Huh. I'll have nightmares, but it's usually, like, if it's another person or something or, like, a demon, it's... <laughs> always they're already there like there's no i'm, I'm not being chased there's no option for oh, me to okay. take away i'm already caught
0: well then i feel like that's almost more of a relief then because like the build-up of of running from something i think is a lot scarier mm-hmm. than it just happening and it being over with but um yeah oh my gosh mm-hmm. so many michael myers dreams i wonder if anybody else can relate or if there's like a particular character that people like I had nightmares about it as a kid. I remember I was scared of Chucky for a while. I was just about to say that. I was super nice to all my toys. Whenever I'd like leave my <laughs> my room, I would be so nice to them because it just scared the crap out of me. And also, I saw The Sixth Sense whenever I was like eight, mm-hmm. like seven or eight, and that that movie fucked me up. I was like, I started crying and like saying Hail Mary oh that night God. that I went to bed. I got so scared. That movie was
1: terrifying when I was little too. It still kind of freaks me out a little bit, even though I know what's happening already and I know that they're not really trying to hurt him.
0: No spoilers. I'm just kidding.
1: (laughs) It's been like 20 years I
0: know. I know. Still, I feel like it's still worthy of watching if someone hadn't seen it. So if you haven't seen The Sixth Sense with Bruce Willis, you should definitely see it. I know a lot of people are not fans of M. Night Shyamalan, but... I am so come at me because I really enjoy his little twists that he puts in. I do too.
1: But you know what? I rewatched Signs the other day. It <laughs> that one. I loved that movie when it first came out, but I was also like 12, maybe. It definitely hasn't aged well. But it still no. scares the
0: shit that they're running outside. Yeah, there are they run some parts. And they hear something. Yeah.
1: There are some parts that are absolutely terrifying, but for the most part, it's a dumbass movie. <laughs> like I literally was literally- <laughs> it has
0: not aged well. Yeah, you're absolutely
1: right. I laughed my ass off for a good portion of it.
0: <laughs> the the village. The village oh, though. The village
1: was good. People were like really pissed about that. I movie. really
0: don't I know. And I'm like, can't you just like let it be like I it thought was, it was really it interesting. It, it was a good take on on like i don't know that was that was a good one i guess
1: what people Inter- were pissed like, off about was that they wanted it to be like to continue to stay a horror movie and it completely changed into something else but i thought it was freaking good
0: it was still pretty scary if you thought about it like yeah. your whole life could have been different like if they hadn't lied pretty much yeah me.
1: but and, most people just wanted it to really be a freaking monster yeah be or, a real creature
0: yeah. i mean it would have been It would have been cool. Uh,
1: Yeah. People were like waiting to see how that was going to twist. And then it just went completely the opposite direction. But I still was real.
0: The Humans are the real monsters. Yeah. Which is true. It's it's really deep. I am so annoying that I got stoned and wrote a whole essay on how Ratatouille and the new new movie Parasite are alike in more ways than one. Yeah, I did. I wrote an essay. (laughs) I... Abigail. It was stupid. It was really, it was really stupid. Hunter was laughing so hard because I walked over there and I was stoned out of my mind, and I was like, "I bet I could write a whole essay on how Ratatouille and the movie Parasite are alike, and I could draw parallels between how they are with society and blah blah blah." And he didn't believe me, so then I went and I typed up a whole little. It was only three pages, so technically not an essay. I think those are like six to eight pages, but it was still three pages of info. Three pages, <laughs> Three pages of Roman font,
1: twelve. Three pages of Stoner's mind. Garbage.
0: But pretty much, it it read like a Buzzfeed article. So I mean, I felt good about that. I mean, <laughs> it's still consumable. It's still consumable content. Trash or not, useless information or not, you're reading it because.
1: Well, I mean, we have pretty useless information here too, so.
0: It's for en- entertainment pur- purposes. I mean, entertainment.
1: disclaimer: we don't know what we're doing.
0: Disclaimer, we're idiots. <laughs> we're not professionals when it comes to being smart. But when we it are comes to being smart, in- we some people aren't entertaining. I hope that we are entertaining. Yep. That's it.
1: Also, we have an Instagram. Oh yeah, it's
0: May the Creeps underscore at the end
1: um we credits. are going to be posting pictures that
0: correspond with our our episodes for the week mm-hmm. and little tidbits of information here and there so yeah just keep an eye out for that and follow if you like this podcast follow the instagram account to keep up with what is going to be featured on our episodes and stuff Yes. Extra information. That's what we're going to be using that for. I don't think I'm on Twitter enough, which Twitter is like the future apparently, because everyone learns everything fastest on Twitter. But I Mm -hmm. tested that and I just don't use it enough. So Instagram is going to be my easily navigatable little thing where Mm -hmm. we post our stuff on.
1: Yeah, Facebook is out too because that's just. Oh, I
0: didn't even. Yeah, I didn't even bring that up. That got deactivated like two years ago. Whoa, but
1: I know that a lot of people or a lot of podcasts they have still like, use like, it. Facebook pages mm-hmm. and.
0: On there, their little fan page. If they did want to do that, <laughs> they would. Or they could just gather around and talk shit about us on there. But. <laughs> yeah, probably. <that> one. <laughs> Double waste of time. Yeah,
1: these bitches don't know what they're doing. This is true. Maybe they'll just like our voices.
0: (laughs) We'll just have to fall back on that. ASMR. (laughs) (laughs) Venmo me 20. (laughs) And leave you a voicemail.
1: My question is, did we give you the creeps?